handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger here, Derek Larger as well, your two guys here as always. And Derek, we're continuing to look at the Colts potentially impending free agents, guys that could hit the open market, talking about whether or not the Colts should look to bring guys these guys back or let them walk. We're bringing reasons for both of these guys. Talked about a lot of players already. We got a lot of players to go here. We talked about two defensive linemen already in Danico Autry, Justin Houston. If you guys haven't, be sure to go back and check out those videos. Those are really good ones for where Derek and Rashad were talking about both those guys. Today in this video, we are continuing with the defensive line. Talk about a guy that's a little bit less well-known than those other two guys, Mr. Al-Qadim Muhammad. Now, if you remember, Al-Qadim Muhammad originally wasn't drafted by the Colts. He was actually drafted by the New Orleans Saints, and the Colts claimed him, and he's been on the Colts ever since then. And, you know, he hasn't really been a guy that's been super flashy a lot of times, right? He's, you know, the numbers kind of speak for themselves, only five career sacks in the, th- in the couple of years he's been with the Colts. So, uh, but looking at him, you know, there's a lot of positive things. There's some negative things that we're going to look at. I'll start with the first positive here, Derek, with Al-Qadi Muhammad, is the fact that he's still a pretty young guy. Right, He's 25 years old currently at the time of this recording. He will turn 26 at the end of March or right after free agency happens there. So I think that's definitely a good thing um, to have a good or a good solid young defensive lineman like Al-Qadim Muhammad. What are your thoughts on his age? Yeah, I mean, we always try to look for that golden age number, right? Everybody has a number that we want to try to keep under. You know, anybody that's deemed to be under 30 years old is still considered to be in their prime. So that, and that's usually the case for most guys. And, you know, for Al-Qadim Muhammad might just be that, you know, he hasn't quite gotten the time just yet to really show what he can do, you know, being so young and uh, moving from one team to another and then, you know, finding a temp, a home here in Indianapolis in a uh, role area is you know, is where he's ended up. And we look to see if he can maybe do more going forward. And then, you know, that kind of leads into the next piece is that he is that role piece on the defensive line that, you know, Colts fans have grown to known him for the last couple years, you know, doesn't make a ton of plays, but you know, he will make an occasional play. Remember he had a sack on uh, Lamar Jackson in that Ravens game last year. You know, makes a couple plays in the run game every now and again. You know, you bring him in for certain situations. And given the fact he's a little bit more undersized, you know, that's uh, exactly what you want to do with him. Bring him in for those third and long, second and long kind of deals where, you know, you can really utilize that speed and uh, quickness that he has. So, you know, for the price that you're paying for him and for as young as he is, you know, the role player that he is, you know, he really does a pretty decent job at that. Mm. 
He certainly does. Yeah, he's a nice rule guy. Ever since, really, the Colts claimed him, he's just been a nice guy that you can plug in. Like, say one of your starters goes out for a game or two, you feel pretty good about having him in there. Um, you know, he's never spectacular, but he's always a solid guy that, you know, you don't worry about him being plugged in there. Um, and the third point, the third positive, I guess, that we can talk about with him being a role player is the fact that we feel like he's not going to command a lot of money on the open market, right? Like we feel like if the Colts wanted to bring him back, they could do so at a pretty reasonable price for how young he is. And I think that's just always positive. We know how much Chris Ballard obsesses over the defensive line. And so saying that I could see him bringing him back for a one to two year deal for literally nothing almost because like we mentioned, he's a role player. He's really never, you know, come out and like had double digit sacks or anywhere close to that. He's always just been a nice rotational guy there, and I could see Ballard being one of the guys that he found there pretty early on in his regime. Could see him bringing him back, considering the age, considering the price. Um, so that's the third positive. But Derek, like we always say, some of these positives can turn into negatives too, right? Hey, what's up, guys? I want to take a pause from the video to talk about our sponsor for this video, Manscaped. Now, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million worldwide. And we have an exclusive offer for you, our listeners. 20% off plus free shipping with the code BTJ at manscaped.com. I'll say it again with code BTJ at manscaped.com. And Derek, Manscaped hooked both you and I up with some pretty cool tools, right? I know you have one there. I have a couple here to, to keep it fresh down there. But Derek, I can't tell you, man, how many times, you know, you've been down there, you've been shaving, you're trying to figure that stuff out. And it's the worst. Uh, it's the worst, man. It is. And Manscaped worst. definitely is a great resource there to, to help you have confidence moving forward, man, and doing that. I know it's never fun, uh, but Manscaped yeah, exactly. makes it a little bit more bearable. Well, thankfully, Cody, I've not had any issues when it comes to that yet. Thanks to Manscaped <laughs> and the best thing that I've had with that was the Lawnmower 3.0. It's the new device that helps you. It's the third generation trimmer featuring a cutting ceramic blade that helps to keep you from having accidents down there. The best thing for your grooming experience. It also comes with an LED light, helps you mm. to make sure you see where you're going. Obviously, you need that. And it's also waterproof. I don't have any water on me right now, but I would definitely show you. Helps with your shower and grooming experience. Makes it so much easier. Obviously, don't use it on your face. That's just nasty. I'm just letting y'all know that now. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do don't it. Don't do that. Also, guys, with your package that you would also get comes with a lot of other things that you would need to help with your grooming experience. You have Preserver and Reviver to help with the family jewels to make sure everything is fresh. And also, Manscaped throws in a bunch of other things, including boxer briefs and a travel to-go bag for to be able to bring your stuff on the road with you. Believe me, your balls will thank you. Cody, tell them how you, uh, again how they can get started with their Manscaped experience. Absolutely. So 20% off and free shipping using the code BTJ. Stands for Bring the Juice. BTJ at Manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code BTJ. Unlock your confidence and always have the right tools with Manscaped. Thank you to all of you, including Manscaped, for sponsoring this video. Be sure to check them out, guys, and enjoy the video. 
And, you know, talking about the fact that, you know, he's young, um, he's been a role guy so far. Why don't you, why don't you talk about the first con here potentially with bringing back a guy like al Qadim Muhammad? Well, I mean, it kind of goes without saying for a couple of these guys, especially on the defensive line, this has kind of become a trend where, you know, if another team decides to place a bidding war on Al-Qadim Muhammad, you know, they see the same things we do. They see a young, you know, 26-year-old or soon-to-be 26-year-old that, you know, has a couple sacks in his young career that's mainly been a role player. They want to see if they can use him as a role player or a better role per se, maybe even a starting role at some point. Then, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there, he's not going to be a guy that Indianapolis is going to bid for, you know? And I mean, right. that's somewhat of a positive because, you know, Ballard knows what he's going to do with it. But at the same time, you know, you're losing a guy and you're not really going to want to spend a lot of money like if somebody's going to offer more money than what uh, Ballard is with Alcudine, he's not even going to—he's not going to budge on it. I really don't think he would for for anything. You know, Ballard always mm-hmm. keeps a pretty strong hold on what it is that uh, he likes to spend on certain players, and I and he has a number for everybody. And if somebody goes higher on that number, then that's just unfortunate. You're right. Chris Ballard has been so so strict about that. And, and that's a really good thing for a GM, right? Where he's like not going to budge on those numbers, right? He's just not going to do that. He's not the type of guy that's going to flinch. The, the Colts management don't strike me as people who are going to do that. We've never really seen them do that. So I, I agree. They definitely will have a price on Al-Qadim Muhammad and say, hey, man, we want to resign you for this. If he's like, nah, man, I want to go out and I want to you know explore the open market. And if he indeed goes and gets paid more than what the Colts have, I definitely agree. Chris Ballard is going to be like, well, good luck to you. But uh, you know what? Leading to my second point, you're a role player, right? You're a role player. You're very easily replaceable. Like he's played some solid minutes for you, but it's nothing that can't be replaced in free agency or maybe even the draft, right? You feel like you still have a pretty solid group of defensive linemen here. It just feels like it's been such a log jam, man, a defensive end for the past couple of years. Nobody's really stepped up into that role. Like Al-Qadim Muhammad, man, has had some chances, you know, to potentially take over one of those defensive end positions. I don't want to steal your third point here, but uh, but yeah, there's just a lot. So I, I would not be surprised if he's like, look, he's just been a role player for us. He's been a good role player, but we're going to look elsewhere, look younger, you know, look at another guy potentially that we think have, has more upside type of thing. But uh, Derek, why don't you close us out with the third con of bringing back Al-Qadim Muhammad? And it's the same con that we've kind of said with our defensive line, and it's pretty much a con against almost everyone except Buckner and Grover. And that is consistency. Yes. You know, ultimately that's the issue here. Our defensive ends are very inconsistent across the board at continuously getting pressure. And, you know, sometimes they disappear and that is also a thing with Al-Qadim Muhammad. The, the guy will have one or two plays in a game and then, and a game or two goes by and you don't see him. And then he mm. makes another play again. And it's just like, you know, especially in the NFL, you know, in the limited, in the limited times as a role player that you get a chance to go out there and make plays, you have to make the most of them. And, you know, George Odom is a perfect example of this, a guy that, you know, we, a lot of us think could be a safety in this league somewhere. He's really that good that, you know, gets stuck with mostly special teams and, you know, there's only so many special teams plays 
out there, but he really makes the most of those and makes them count. So, you know, it's one of those things where if you don't fill that role to the absolute best ability, even though we know Al-Qadi Muhammad tries, it's just one of those things where it's just not going to get you much further if you don't capitalize. Yeah, I mean, George Odom's even had opportunities to play, and he's played pretty well as well, which I think is why he's still on the roster, why we hope he's going to be on the roster for a long time, because like, even though he's not a starter, he's proven in those moments like that he can be a capable one in the league, right? And like, I mean, we've seen flashes from Al-Qadim Muhammad, but that's all it's been, right? That's really all it's been. It's been flashes. We've seen like, oh, wow, you know, Al-Qadim Muhammad made that play. And then, you know, we're like a couple games later, where is he at? I mean, that's just been a theme with this defensive line. And so, you know, in the NFL, man, you know, you can wait. There's there's obviously an element of patience that's involved. But after some time, you got to get production, man. You got to get consistent production out of your guys. You're going to move on. You're going to find guys who will. And so, uh, you know, saying this, I'm kind of split on Al-Kadim Muhammad. I could see it going either way. I could see him bringing it. I think it ultimately, Derek, like we said, comes down to the price what it's going to yeah. take to bring back a guy like Al-Qadim Muhammad. If the price is good, where Ballard feels comfortable doing that, I wouldn't be shocked to see him bring him back. But but like we said, if it starts to get into a bidding war, Ballard's going to be like, man, you're, you've are you been a nice role player for us, but uh, good luck elsewhere. We wish you the best, but I think we're going to move, our, move on and look for another guy there. But uh, all right, that'll do it for our look at Al-Qadim Muhammad. You know, there's not a ton to talk about with him because we haven't seen a ton of him as compared to a Danico Watry or compared to a Justin Houston, but – there's still some good arguing points and good talking points here on a guy like him, a guy that's not mentioned a whole lot, but it's good to kind of talk about him here. So uh, yeah, that'll do it for this one, guys. Thanks for tuning in so much. If you haven't, be sure to, to hit that like button. Be sure to subscribe. We're getting closer to 6K every every passing day. So we'd love to get there very, very soon, hopefully before free agency starts, which is coming in a couple of weeks here, man. It's absolutely crazy. I can't believe we're almost there, but uh, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and as always, go Colts!